This is WWJ All Local. A heavy police presence at a Southfield apartment complex after a shooting. WWJ's Charlie Langton joins us live with more. Charlie? Yeah, Jonathan, what we know right now is that a man is in critical condition after being shot multiple times here at the Heights of Southfield apartment complex. That's on eight mi- it's near 8 Mile and Losser. Uh, this happened around 3.30 this morning. That man was trying, they tried to resuscitate him in the parking lot, which is where the shots were fired. He is at the hospital now, we're told, in critical condition. Now, turn ourselves to the suspect and the reason for the shooting. We don't know. The man, by the way, was from Granville, Michigan, what he was doing there, and how his involvement is with this shooting, we just don't know. Andrea Johnson, she's lived at the Heights of Southfield apartment for three years. She heard the shots, but she's got a lot of questions. Really? First, where is Granville? Because I don't know exactly where is that. It's like that's far away, and why was he over here? Not, you know, it's kind of scary. We're... And the suspect is on the run. Yeah. I think I probably need to get back in the house and not go to work. Yeah, all right. The Southfield Police towed away two vehicles. Obviously, it's an ongoing investigation. If you have any information that would help the Southfield Police, let them know. Reporting live here in Southfield, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. Meanwhile, a teen recovering this morning after being shot at a Detroit park. Reports say the 15-year-old boy was shot just before 8 o'clock last night at Skinner Playfield on the city's east side. No word on if the shooter's in custody. The boy is in stable condition. A local group says they're standing in solidarity with residents after reported acts of hate. WWJ's Mike Campbell is live with that story, Mike. The group is called SAGE, Stand Against Extremism. It's in Livingston County, and they are... Uh, talking about two incidents recently of anti-Semitism as well as anti-LGBTQ and anti-feminism flyers that were delivered in Chelsea and in Pinckney. One was on uh, both occurring, rather, uh, October uh, 14th, and the communities there in Chelsea, the police are working on it. In Pinckney, they're asking anybody with ring doorbells to provide any footage they have that might show whoever might have dropped it off. Now, SAGE is also including or indicating, I should say, that there has been an uptick in hate propaganda since the uh, start of the Israel-Hamas war. They say three out of five towns in Livingston County and six neighboring communities, now nine total, nine different towns, have been targeted in the last six months with anti-Semitic flyers. Reporting live, Mike Campbell, WWJ, News Radio 950. Mayor Mike Duggan wants Detroit residents to pay less taxes, but his plan has a lot of work to go. WWJ's Luke Sloan joining us live with those details, Luke. Jonathan, we'll talk about the roadblocks in just a moment, but let's first highlight the goal of this plan. The city's land value tax plan aims to cut taxes for all homeowners in the city by an average of 17%. Duggan says that would happen by raising taxes on abandoned buildings, parking lots, and scrapyards. People who own abandoned buildings, they pay more. People who have surface parking lots, they pay more. People who have scrap yards and auto yards, they have all that space, they pay more. This is a city I believe we ought to have, that the homeowners ought to pay less, and the people who have neglected their property ought to pay more. 
Jonathan, here's where the hurdles come in. The plan needs to be approved first by the Michigan legislator, and it's had a hard time passing. City Council would then have to vote to put it on the February ballot, and then if passed by voters on that ballot, homeowners could see those tax cuts in 2025. Reporting live, Luke Sloan, WWJ News Radio 950. Meanwhile, a tentative agreement has been reached between, of course, the UAW and Ford we've been telling you about, but the car company says restarting its three strike-bound plants is not going to be easy. Ford says it's going to take time, both at the facilities and throughout the supply chain. It'll vary by plant, but CEO Jim Farley says they want to get going as fast as they can. This week I was able to visit each of the struck plants. I was impressed by their preparation for startup. And the feeling I got is people just want to get back to work. Ford says the strike has cost at $1.3 billion so far, and the settlement will likely lead to increased labor costs of $850 to $900 per vehicle. Jeff Gilbert, WWJ, News Radio 950. Also on the auto beat, Toyota recalling 751,000 large SUVs in the U.S. to fix a problem with the tabs that hold the front bumper covers on. Uh, The recall covers certain Toyota Highlanders from 2020 through 2023 model years, including gas-electric hybrids. The mounting tabs could detach, and parts of the assembly could fall into the road, becoming a hazard. Toyota says it'll notify owners by late December, but you heard it here first. A Detroit Lions player and former Michigan Wolverine speaking out against the sign-stealing controversy. WWJ's Chris Fillar joining us live with the latest on that, Chris. Yeah, everybody has their opinion on the Michigan sign-stealing fiasco lately, including a former Wolverine who was there when the illegal scouting was allegedly happening, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, Hutch is getting ready to face the Raiders at Ford Field, but reflected back to his time in Ann Arbor, asked if anyone seems to be out to get Michigan. You know, I don't, I don't really know, man. They're, they're doing all their investigations and you know, I mean, they, they're coming at Michigan when Michigan's got a shot to win the national championship this year. So I don't know. It is what it is, I guess. You know, the, the time will pass and, you know, people will forget about it and move on once, uh, once we're the champs again. Yeah, Hutch also says he had no relationship with staffer Connor Stallions while he was there and doesn't think any player did. So while the Wolverines try to avoid distractions during their undefeated run, Hutchinson is prepping for the Raiders on Monday night and isn't worried about people thinking that his alma mater cheated by stealing signals. I mean, not any more than anybody else did as far as I'm concerned. Chris Villar, WWJ News Radio 950. Well, Friday Night Lights gets ramped up tonight. It's the first round of the playoffs for high school football teams across the metro. Belleville, once again, the big story. The number one ranked Tigers will try to win a third straight championship. They open the playoffs tonight against Ann Arbor, Huron. Uh, Other top ten teams with title aspirations include Lake Orion, Davison, uh, Southfield, A&T, Utica Eisenhower, and Warren De La Salle. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.